Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. Welcome to the weekly We Are LA Tech Remix episode. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Hi, my name is Chriselle Onghanko. I am a marketing strategist at TikTok, and TikTok is a short-form video app, and I am based in Brentwood. Basically, that means I just come up with a strategy in how we're going to grow, how are people going to know about our brand, and so on. Are you from L.A.? I am from L.A. Where um, in L.A.? I'm from Brentwood. I moved to America when I was 16 years old. From? and. From the Philippines. Oh, and that's good. That must have been a huge culture shock. 16 yeah. is significant. Yeah. So that's crazy. I was pretty old when yeah. I came here and I went to UCLA, started working in tech. So I, I could never leave the West Side. And did you start at UCLA at 16? I went to high school. So in Panorama High School, that's in San Fernando Valley. Yeah. And then I started at UCLA. I think I was 18. I want to dive into that just for a second. I know it has nothing to do with tech, but... What was that like adjusting to not only like a new city, but a huge city like L.A.? I mean, WTF. Like, how did you adjust (laughs) at 16 years old? No, it was insane. In the Philippines, I studied at University of the Philippines, which is it's a lab school in the country where a lot of the education programs are started. Right. So I had a ton of touches in America. So like. I get to watch American TV shows. Yeah. Um, my parents taught me to be like globalized, whatever yeah. that means. But when I moved to America, it was definitely a shock. I remember I didn't talk a ton in high school. Yeah. I was just like, oh, my God. And then the first day I came to America, I went to the high school. Someone yeah. invited me to join a gang, which was crazy. A gang? <laughs> yeah. Stop. Yeah. Okay. So that was a huge adjustment. So you didn't join a gang is what no. you're saying. <laughs> That would be insane. (laughs) You never know. You don't want to make assumptions, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And then you end up going to UCLA. Yeah. During that time, I already had this like small business in the Philippines where I would build websites for people. And I had a a blog on Sangha and Blogger. And then I would sell like MySpace profiles. That's so cool. You were very entrepreneurial. yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I didn't know it was a career until one of my friends invited me to join his company because I was always broke. He's yeah. like, well, you should get a job in the company I'm working at. This is when you were still in the Philippines. No, here in the oh, this was UCLA. Here. Okay, yeah, UCLA. So UCLA. So I worked at this company and they told me to keep staying in tech because I will always have a job. Um, and around this time, it was when L.A. had its first hackathon and it, it was with a group of my friends. Startup Weekend? Um, L.A. Hacks. Oh, L.A. Hacks. L.A. Okay. Hacks. And then we did Perfect Pitch. 
Yeah. So I worked with a ton of my tech friends and all of my friends started moving from fashion design to everyone now as a developer. My roommate started moving into developing as well. So yeah, I got into tech. Hey, this is Lauren Popish, founder of The Wave Podcasting and Swell. We help women start and grow podcasts. I'm based in South Hollywood. I am a very process-oriented person as well. And I worked at a real estate tech startup, which I mentioned earlier, that I feel like taught me what good both product development and company development looks like in that you a couple concepts that I took with me were the concept of MVP. Start with the minimum viable product, the thing that you can put out the quickest. Don't perfect before doing it and getting it out to get the information that you need to know if it'll be successful. So after working with podcasters for a year, the big thing that was coming out, I realized, is that It always seems like starting a podcast is the hardest part, but it really isn't. It's the growing of the podcast and the longevity and sticking with it. And because it's such a production-heavy medium, I was getting drowned with requests and questions about how to grow my podcast, how to take it to the next level, how to monetize it. I'm six months in. What now? The what now question, like what's next, kept coming up. And I was like, you know, there just aren't enough resources out there. There are a number of ways to grow your podcast, but one important aspect that I don't think a lot of indie or like smaller podcasters realize is they need to be spending the majority of their time promoting their show in a really active way, right? Being on other podcast shows, going to new communities and promoting their show. And yet the majority of podcasters spend the majority of their time producing their show. So Passing off, if you only have so many hours in a week to work on podcasting, removing the tasks from your own plate that are time intensive and tedious is actually a growth strategy. And so here I am recommending to podcasters every week, I'm like, you need more time, not in necessarily in the week, but you need to reallocate your time. You can't be the voice in the face and the person spreading the message about your podcast and stuck behind a computer editing. The math isn't going to work out in terms of how much you need to be out there. So here I am a broken record, right? Telling people this again and again. And they're saying, well, what service should I use? Where should I go? So I inevitably end up doing all of this research about podcast editing to see what's out there. You can hire an individual, but you run the risk of really needing to be able to vet them properly and know enough about audio editing to determine if they're a good editor. And then you have all these other services that range from being quite expensive and working primarily with enterprise companies down to ones that clearly offer inexpensive services, quick turnarounds. What they don't say is The reason they can offer that is because they use talent in developing countries. So even though that's not clearly stated, that is what's happening in the back end. I couldn't confidently recommend my podcasters who exactly to go with. You know, I knew some folks. And so I said to myself, how do we solve this problem? And people were actually asking me, like, are you also a production house? Can you do this work for me? And I was like, me, Lauren Popish? No, I cannot get behind the computer more than I already am. But how can I How can I solve this need? And there it is, right? You see a problem, you want to address it with your own solution. Hey, 
Hey guys, my name is Jacob Pace. I'm the CEO of Flighthouse. We are the largest entertainment brand on TikTok with 23 million followers. We're based in Hollywood. We've been operating the brand for a couple years now. And, you know, we have a lot of like really awesome segments for our fans. And in addition to the brand, we also have kind of a white label marketing agency where we work with a lot of right now, a lot of the music industry to run campaigns and sort of stepping into kind of the brand space and, you know, working with different companies there. So those are the two main focuses we have right now. But it's a little bit about what we do. And where in L.A. is Flight House based? Uh, Hollywood. Oh, cool. Yeah. And you're the CEO. Yep. And how long have you been with Flight House? Um, it's been about two years now, like a little over two years. And what attracted you to wanting to make this career move to run Flight House? So basically at the time before Flight House had really like came to be is I was basically doing a lot of A&R work for our parent company, Create. And so, uh, you know, I was signing a lot of clients and running marketing campaigns. And through my work doing marketing, I came across uh, Flight House, which was um, on Musical.ly at the time, because before TikTok was TikTok, it was Musical.ly. And it was just a large kind of curation page that, you know, we saw some potential in. And right. so we ended up acquiring it. And, you know, at the time I was probably like 18, 19, I think. And so the original owners who had the page were like 16, 17. And so, you know, we all were just kind of hanging out and they didn't want to have anything to do with the page anymore. And so they sold it to us. And then we kind of just put kind of a vision and a system behind it. And we definitely went through, you know, a lot of trial and error in that first right. year. But I think at this point, we're definitely hitting our stride with kind of what we do. And now we're going to get into what is TikTok and all the things and how Flight House is a really important brand to be paying attention to related to TikTok. But before we go there, you're not from LA. You moved to Los Angeles from El Paso, Texas. Yep. And so when you first moved to LA, what area did you pick and how have you been finding connecting with the business and tech community? Yeah, here? that's a good question. So yeah, I'm from El Paso. I moved out to LA when I was 16 and I moved into uh, the Culver City area, which I love by the way, because it's just so clean and nice and family oriented because now I'm in Hollywood and like I always say this about Hollywood, but it's like one of America's best kept secrets, like how dirty it is sometimes. And like, it's cool. Like I like how gritty it is, but it's like you see the Hollywood sign and then you're just like walking down like Hollywood Boulevard, like running for your life at night. But anyway, little side story. <laughs> no, it's no true. so um, I moved to Culver City. That's how I feel about Venice. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I moved to Culver City and uh, the co-founder of Create, Alex, him and John kind of flew me out. And so I was staying with Alex for the first three months I was in L.A. So I was just in like, Culver City. In Culver City. Yeah. I still remember the address, actually. Um, I don't think I, you I, I, know the, I, I don't want to share the address, but I will share the street. Bagley Ave. It's iconic. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so I was staying on his couch and I was there for a bit. And as far as connecting with like the tech community, I mean, it's been... I think I, I, I'm so involved in entertainment at this point that like tech is kind of a, you know, one of those things that I'm not like super, super active in. But I think just in general, I think uh, because we do TikTok and everyone's trying to figure yeah. it out from entertainment companies to tech companies to really anything, I think it's opened up a really cool world for me personally to be right. able to connect with anyone at this point because anyone can benefit from, from TikTok, whether it's from a marketing standpoint or content or publicity. So it's like it really runs the gamut on that end. Join thousands of people in LA Tech on our We Are LA Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. 
It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Community spotlight coordination by Anna Freeberg. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.